0: Nerdcore could rise up, it could get elevated. Nerdcore could rise up, it could get elevated.
1: Nerdcore used to be just a made-up word.
0: MC- hey, hey, it's a nerky. People say we're nerking around. I don't know
1: if that's appropriate
2: christopher talking about
0: you know what nerking around people are getting you know what (laughs) you know what it's
2: okay for us to say that word because we are nerds so
0: yeah if i want to spread my nerd, people are going to take my nerd
1: just on here nerking off okay
0: (laughs) 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 oh well with that now that you've listened to kyle nerkoff welcome to every man's guide to nerddom where we are two 30 to 40 something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris
1: and I'm Kyle, and you might know us uh, online from Twitch and other things as Guyver and K Sig. And we're on, we're still on WandaVision for these, which is great.
0: It's episode four of Mm -hmm. WandaVision. So, which means we only have four episodes left after. Well, after yeah, after this one. Yeah. So we're that, gonna have to think of our next nurky.
1: That's math. That's that is math. math. Mm-hmm. Science. Math and science and such.
0: She blinded me. Um well if you look up at the screen, look at that piece of hot sauce over there. That hot piece of uh chicken. Uh I believe he's very sriracha-y. It's Mr. Justin, he's back. Hello. We didn't ask for him to come back, but he showed up again, so hey,
2: might as well do a nerky. Just on your Zoom anytime you log in, so...
0: Hey, I appreciate that.
2: I am the Agnes to your Wanda, so... oh,
0: that's a show reference, too.
1: That's awesome. I feel like I'm Chris's Ralph to his Agnes, so... (laughs) True.
0: (laughs) You are my Ralph. Ralph. Um... (laughs) so as we just previously mentioned about three jokes ago this (laughs) is episode four of wandavision the episode four is entitled i forgot interrupt this program we interrupt Uh, this program yeah which i think is extremely an extremely accurate title for this yeah why is this extremely accurate it doesn't Further, the Wanda Vision story, right now, the main story, but it does. That's what's awesome about it. It's just like a um, those old 50s, 60s, 70s. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program for like this announcement or, you know, uh, uh, this new show or something. Um, this whole episode gives us the backstory for. Geraldine, mm-hmm. whose real name is
2: Monica Rambo.
0: So, which is just, I just love her name. I, um, I, I honestly, I love her character. Like, she is like one of the. I love the direction Marvel's taking with their female characters. Mm-hmm. They're very strong. Not even you know they have strong leads but they've got really strong supporting players as well mm-hmm. and i think monica is going to end up being one of those mm-hmm. i think she's going to be a big part of phase 4 yeah especially
1: in
2: castle too yeah yeah
1: and they're in varied roles too it's not like they're pigeonholing them into just a mm-hmm. simple super heroine role um yeah. it's you know, different strengths, different weaknesses, different talents. And so it's, there's actual good thought put into it. And I like it because yeah. it's a, it's great variety. It, it makes it feel real.
0: Yeah, I agree. You don't
2: and, have that Mary Sue role type of thing. It actually has substance to it, which personally I find strong females with substance intimidating, but um, in, <laughs> I think it's great. So
0: It's, I really do too. I agree.
1: Um, you take out a strong in substance, and I feel the same way. Just
0: Just women in in general, women in general, just just
1: intimidating. Um,
0: so we're gonna break down this episode literally scene by scene, frame by frame again, like we did last episode, because what three people that gave me feedback on the nerkeys they really like what we're doing with it so we're going to continue on and you know if four of you tell me you don't like it we'll change it we won't change it because it's our show we're gonna do whatever we want but yeah. the three people who said that they like it thank you thank you three people. Um, i know my wife my wife religiously listens to this we actually had a discussion a discussion about this tonight and i'm like you know honey you don't actually have to listen to this <laughs> I'm like, I appreciate it. You know, that gives us more listens. And I love seeing that number go up. But you don't actually have to listen to this. And she goes, no, you know, one, I'm going to support you and Kyle. And I go, and Justin? She goes, and Justin when he's on. But he's not on every, every episode. I go, but he's going to be on a lot. Yeah. She goes, okay, I'll support Justin. Because she really loves Justin. I don't know why. Um, I told him about his past. I told her about his past. Mm-hmm. Um, don't ask. Squirrels. Pants, cheese, I don't know. Um, but she said that she genuinely enjoys listening to this because she learned something that she didn't know. And I'm like, how do you not know this? Shit, I talk about this stuff all the time. And then I realized that's when she's really good at drowning me out because she kind of just looked past me. And you know, in The Simpsons, when you see Homer, uh steamboat Willie's doing the dance. Or he has the bird that drinks the water. That's kind of the look I got, but she was smiling, and so she was really good at that. So I'm like, you know what? I'll take it.
1: You broke the code.
0: You found out. I didn't break. I I didn't break the code. It's. I think she might have told me that. Maybe. (laughs) But um, what about you guys? Have you guys gotten any feedback on the show so far, or nurkeys, or in general?
1: Got some. Um, You know, people are. Uh, like I said, same thing. Really liking how uh, I guess we're breaking down one division, which I just kind of feel like we're just bullshitting and talking about whatever comes to mind. And we are great theories. All the theories were great, so that probably helps. Um, but yeah, and the other ones, you know, the role playing episodes and things, um, get some good feedback with those too. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited with how things are going with
0: it. You get any feedback on your nerkeys or uh, your recently released episode of Mystery Science Theater.
2: So yeah. A lot of people I've talked to have, have said and because I I talk about this stuff with everybody. So this this isn't like I I hold up my nerdum and then just release it upon you. Um as he's pent up. Don't uh oh. Like, oh, he's not. Um, but, you know, these are the conversations I have with my students or have with my friends or have with, and so I've worked it into several, uh, you know, someone at school would be like, hey, have you seen uh, the latest WandaVision? And I'd say, you know, as a matter of fact, if you want to learn more about it, you know, here's the podcast, YouTube, all of that. And so there's there's been good feedback on that, that it's, um, it's not necessarily industry insiders and it's not, um, you know, people that are so overly intelligent about the marvel universe or mystery science theater or whatever you know you guys cover that well (laughs) overly intelligent in the sense of i have no clue what they're talking about but it's it's that like what's named every man's guide so it's uh just the you know it's just like sitting around a bunch of friends talking about it um and i think that's the most inviting and um attractive part of this it's definitely not us being attractive but uh the attractive part is you know it it seems like just a bunch of friends sitting around talking so i think as the word of mouth goes out more you guys are just going to get more and more views and hits and and listens for sure
0: well thank you we'll talk more about this sunday too um but you don't have to butter us up. We're still gonna have you back. We like having you on the show. Oh, I,
2: I don't actually personally like either
0: of you. Oh, good. Ah, okay. Because, so
2: there we go. That's, because
0: you guys heard it first. He's pent up.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's um, pent up, and we're not intelligent. Pent up. So this is no. great. I mean, we this already is, knew this. This is a
0: good way to start the episode. So I'm so um,
1: happy to be on this show with you, unintelligent sons of bitches, to talk about things.
0: Oh, so. honey, I'm so happy.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying.
0: So let's get back to what we're going to talk about.
1: What's a WandaVision? We're on WandaVision. WandaVision
0: episode four. We interrupt this program. Mm -hmm. It starts off with a recap um, of briefly of episode one. Um, Like, no, no, no. It was episode two where it started because it had uh, Dottie and Geraldine. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it went into episode three. Where uh, Wanda had her baby. And if we remember, it's not baby. What was significant about this? It was babies. Babies. It's, it's, following up the, it's following the comic book. After we ended last time, we forgot to mention this. The biggest thing, the biggest, um, I guess it's not really a shocker, but biggest part of episode three that we forgot to mention, we broke down everything else, was the blip at the end. Mm -hmm. where vision was questioning where's geraldine what happened to her and wanda had that real creepy look on her face and just said what did she say she had to go home
2: which is a huge nod to the conversation he had had just previously when agnes had said she has no home right then comes in and says that so now that's tipping him off oh wait Something's up here, yeah.
0: Yeah, and and then all of a sudden it blips. Yep. And I believe they're sitting on the couch after that, aren't they?
1: Mm-hmm. Sitting on the couch, Hold the- or holding the babies.
0: Yep. Yeah, and like n- like that didn't even happen. And I think Wanda had this real shit-eating grin on her face.
1: And it was like um, an evil look, dude. I mean, we talked about it. I think the last uh, time we talked about WandaVision was her look and her stare. And I know we'll get more into that later in this episode because – or about this episode because there was some moments in four – episode four that you didn't see in episode three where you're talking about the look and things. And I think it – and when we get to that, I think it's going to really solidify what you talked about, uh, Chris, about just setting her up to be the big bad, like – like when you said that then I watched episode four and I saw those looks again. You know, we went back and you know rewatched three. I was like, shit, she's gonna be the bad guy. Like you yeah. just you feel it and you see that that transition of, you know, when you see it in so many other movies and things, when the hero and the good guy does this does the switch, when they become the villain or, or whatever, you, you can see you see the struggle start to happen with her and you can see her kind of struggling, but you see those little flashes of She's mm-hmm. getting ready to wreck some shit, and it's going to be awesome, and she's going to be one of those bad guys that you love to hate, that you, that you love them, that you love to hate them, and I just hope that's where, where we're going with it.
0: So, crossing universes, that's kind of how I felt with Joker. You mm-hmm. knew what was going to happen, but he was just kind of this lovable loser that you just felt terrible for, and then you just saw that spiral into madness that's kind of how this is for me like watching this it's a train wreck you know what's gonna happen well that's the thing we don't know what's gonna happen that's why it's really fun guessing but we know something awful is about to happen yeah
2: Yeah. and i think the thing about it dc has had the best villains hands down you know for forever i'll go with that but with starting with like black panther and around that um you know writing the black panther and and further even with thanos and all that the way that they're writing their uh their baddies now in the marvel mcu is that you actually kind of understand their side you understand and so with wanda as well so we see that with in black panther we see that in game slash infinity war you can even though you know that um uh um shoot who's the baddie in black panther um
0: I'm michael just- b jordan's character
2: the character's name but it's slipping my mind so but michael b jordan you understand where he's coming from what's his
0: name
2: the point of having wakanda help other people that haven't been down or haven't been helped and to bring their people up you understand with thanos that with balance you know all of the resources are getting um you know taken and so got to take half away so the balance of those can live uh peacefully and have and so you may not like it, but you understand where they're from. And I think Wanda is a next iteration of that to where, you know, you don't like what she's doing, but you can totally understand that in grief, we do some crazy shit. And yeah. it's um, you almost feel sorry for her at the same time of fearing her. And that's just excellent writing. So um, yeah. I, I think MCU has really stepped up their game as far as the baddies and 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 i was just like kyle like as soon as i watched this episode the first thing i thought was man chris is right <laughs> i think she is going to be the baddie um mm-hmm. she's so powerful and and having you know how do you fight that um and so I, that's that's made it even more interesting uh and I, i'm even more excited for phase four now because of that
1: and it's, it's so and good for them to go through this to flesh it out because i think her if she becomes the villain which i I think we're really leaning towards that now if she does become the villain I think she this this series them doing WandaVision is going to make her the most relatable villain because they're going to have so much time to really flesh it out they're not going to flesh it out in Mm -hmm. the second act of a movie it's going to be fleshed out over several episodes Um, and the the format of doing it in the tv show which it's you know, it, it's it's not as big and and boisterous as as uh, doing a, a full full feature film. You get, I think you get a little bit more connected to her. You can relate to her a little bit more. It seems more personable. Um, and, and you know, the way they did the first half of the season with you know the levity and the the comic relief with the sitcom style stuff, you know, you kind of get sucked in a little bit. So I think she will be. I mean, she's going to be the villain that we're we're most vested. in. I feel like you get connected and attached to the big bads and all the other movies not just you know marvel but ndc and star wars everything where you get connected to him but you seem like you get connected to him like after the fact like star wars with vader you didn't you know the first time you saw vader and you saw you know everything that he did you you didn't connect to i like this bad guy in the beginning it was later after a few rewatches and kind of settling into the movies you you uh you become like you know, you have people that are, you know, you're a Vader fan, like right about, you know, over your shoulder. Um, and I think we're going to have that effect with her if she goes the big bad route, because this this has more time to flesh out. We've already connected with her as the good guy. We're going to see the transition. Um, and so I think she's probably going to be the most interesting bad guy. Uh-huh. Again, disclaimer, if it goes that route,
2: which I, you know, I think it yes. is. Well, ben and Menace is Kyle's favorite Star Wars movie. Because you know he learns all that backstory about Darth Vader, and so
0: he's a big Jar Jar fan. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So um, you're thinking Eric Killmonger, by the way, too.
2: There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Um,
0: But I I totally agree with what you guys are saying. We're gonna have eight hours to flesh out this versus like an hour, yeah, thirty minutes. I love the direction Disney's taking with this. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I think that Disney buying out Marvel was the best thing for them. I really do at this point. That I also think, you know, I think the same for Star Wars. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's even though Disney's kind of the big bad, I think it was the best thing for them because they have more, I think, more freedom that they can do now. And well, and they have budgets. that's always important because fantastic four
2: um i have with um the last movie and the star wars uh, that was released but with clone wars it's excellent um and the new new season that came out with disney plus rebels is excellent so so i think to that because i don't think just star wars as its own entity would have had the opportunity to do a lot of that, that Uh-oh. money and the opportunity for Disney plus and other things. Right. allows.
1: That's where we're going to see the, the star Wars effect trickle over to Marvel with the spin offs and the TV series. And they're going to, you know, Disney plus is just a is a great um, medium, I think for them to explore, like ex- for them to expand universes, like they're doing with star Wars right. to do the same thing with Marvel. So it's, it's going to be, i'm hopeful i'm optim- I'm, I'm optimistic right. about it
2: proves that too i mean mandalorian besides rogue one in my opinion is the most star wars star wars show since the original trilogy um I'm and uh, i think i think you're yeah spot on with what you're saying
0: well if we didn't mention it justin will probably be on the star wars episode <laughs> too because he's seen I... rebels and all that stuff
2: Talk to Blink uh, in you know walls about Star Wars all day. So ask
0: his wife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not that she's the blank wall. I'm saying that. Tony she that. sees him talking to the blank wall. Um, <laughs> Wally's pen up. Um, so we should probably get to Wanda Vision now. Oh yeah, we're doing that.
1: We have We kind of did. I mean, we 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 got excited. We hit you
0: know? a, again. We do what we normally do. We we're coming back to it. Um, so. We're back on the flashback and we see Wanda asking Geraldine about her pendant. Which Geraldine, if you remember, seemed really confused about it. She's just like, This is just a pendant. And after seeing episode four, that plays a lot more into it. Mm-hmm. It actually makes sense why she's like, It's just a pendant. You know, we see the beekeeper, we see the uh, helicopter, we see the um, forceful expulsion of Geraldine. From what we now know is some sort of force field, some force barrier, and just knock the hell out, basically. She's out. You could tell her eyes were like the back of her head, and all these agents come running up at her with guns.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then from there, her eyes kind of shut and everything goes black. From there, we see the return of the snap, the, the return from the snap. We snap see back. her recombining the snap back. Mm-hmm. Um, we see her recombining again, which I thought was I was not expecting that at Very cool. all. Very cool. I thought that they like, did you think you would see this level of um, animation? Um, just a visual effect from this show. Cause I sure didn't. Mm-mm. I mean, they honestly, they probably just reuse stuff from. Uh, End game, but I don't care. It's awesome.
2: Oh, it, it looks so good. Yeah. I was yeah. before Mandalorian, I was expecting, Oh, these Disney shows are just going to be, you know, agents of shield, you know, something like that to where it's, it's okay. As far as the special effects, but it's not like, you know, movie level. And after watching, of course, two seasons of Mandalorian, I, I should have known. But, but yeah, it's the effects in this is spot on with everything that's in the movies. And I, I think it's great.
0: Yeah, I do, too. So we don't know where Geraldine is. Um, we're going to keep calling her Geraldine because we don't know otherwise yet. So she's sitting in this chair and, uh, you know, she wakes up and her hands up here. And then she looks over. She's just completely shocked. She looks over and she's very obviously in one of those waiting chairs in a hospital by a bed looking at the hospital. Just confused as hell. Um, and if you guys remember your Avengers movie lore, the snapback happened five years after the snap. hmm so this is five years later. So we know that Geraldine has been gone for five years. Um, you know, just what I loved about this, like she played this great, she just bolted out of that room. And as she's bolting out, people are just reappearing. She gets a doctor and is like, you know, I need to, I think he asked for a cell phone, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he he to had to, he's like, I got to call my wife. Obviously, his wife was part of the snap.
2: Yeah, either that um, or he appeared,
0: right? And with as much as was going on in this scene, I thought that they did it great because it was like one long continuous camera shot, mm-hmm. and it was just following her throughout. And I will completely admit that. At first, when she was walking, I thought it was bees from the beekeeper. At one point, when she's walking through that corridor, but it ended up people coming back from the snap, like reappearing. So I thought it was bees. I got really excited for a minute. I'm like, it's the beekeeper. It was just people.
1: My my train of thought went somewhere completely different. That wasn't even. What did you marvel. think it was? I mean, the the feel I got from it, like when I saw it all happen, I I kept expecting to see. Like Rick Grimes pop out of a side room, like because there's all this chaos, and like they went like <laughs> so. Don't open like, dead a, inside. Yeah, the first words out of my mouth, like I audibly said it because, and there was nobody around to hear me say it. I was like, oh god, they went full Walking Dead. I'm like, no, wait a minute. And so, like, I paused it right after the uh, the guy was asking for the phone to call his wife, and I yelled at my daughter to come in there because he hadn't finished the previous episode with me. He's like, you got to finish that one, and you're watching this one with me. I don't want to watch any of the rest of it until we're sitting here watching it. And because um, I, I needed a viewing partner with me. And so um, I didn't think that she would stick through it. She was like 10 minutes in. She's like, I don't want to watch anything else. So I'm going to go back to my room. Um, as soon as that scene happened, she was like on the edge of her seat. She was sucked in and we finished the whole episode together. But that that's the, the bye-bye guy. I was like, oh my God, they
0: went full Walking Dead. That's awesome. I didn't even think about that.
2: I, as I was watching it, I was thinking, man, this is shot – you know, the cam but also a little bit shaky first person and it's following her around. People are just materializing. She's running into them, you know, all of this. And, and I thought, man, this is shot like a horror film. This is shot mm-hmm. like a, you know, a, it's not a typical Marvel or a typical Disney. Uh, just even from the beginning, you can tell that this episode is different from the rest and this season or this, um, um, the series is different from everything else as well. And it just keeps reinventing and re reestablishing new norms for the, not only the, the episode, but the series and for the MCU. Uh, so it's interesting that your first thought was Walking Dead because I got that same vibe of just some, some type of horror, some type of well, – um, you know, New
1: Mutants-ish. And, yeah. and the Walking Dead thought led me down a tor- terribly like morbid thought path of all this once I realized what was happening. It was a snapback. I'm, and I'm thinking, hey, okay, they're in a hospital. So you have people that blipped, you have people that poofed five years ago. Now they're coming back. So, you know, half of everything disappeared. What if you're in that hospital, in that half with somebody that was like just about to die. Like they're on the table oh. and they're about to kick the bucket and then they poof. And then they come back they're like, oh, everything's great again. And then they just, they pick up right where they left off. I'm like, oh, now I'm dying again. after I died once, now i have to
2: die again. I don't know. What if there's someone on the table? Do they materialize inside that other person or on top of or below?
0: Or what if they were doing like open heart surgery and they blipped?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And they come back all open hearted. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. I would rather stay
0: blipped. Deep thoughts. Mm Mm-hmm. Jeez, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Way to bring that that one down. Get that Um, out of your head now.
1: Where do you have with that, And I can't.
0: Thank you. Um... Got so holes all the of a sudden she got holes. <laughs> so Geraldine hits this guy and he goes flying. I'm not talking like all the way across the screen, but he hit the ground hard. Mm-hmm. My first thought was, Oh God, she's a soup. She's a mutant. She's got some sort of superpowers, but then it pans out and she's on the ground too. So she just hit him really hard because she was kind of running. So that was my thought on that scene. What? Um,
1: We kind of glazed over to the voices she heard as she was coming to. What was the voices? um, She heard uh, Captain Marvel. We heard... Oh, she
0: did, didn't she?
1: She heard her mom. She heard her mom. Uh, I think one other, those were the two I remember. Um, One calling her Lieutenant Trouble.
0: Wasn't that Carol?
1: I think so so yep there's a little throwback there to maybe some foreshadowing something i think that's just sitting the foreshadowing
0: yeah i think it's complete foreshadowing for her um her relationship with carol yeah so and i think this is gonna this is all gonna play we're getting into this more i think this is all gonna play something huge for captain marvel too mm which sucks because it's scheduled for, like, the end of 2022. Yeah. So thanks, Marvel. Thanks. Um, Thanks, Obama. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not getting political. Just thought that was ironic and funny. Um, She's confused. Everyone in this hospital in this scene is confused. But then she sees a familiar face. And it's this doctor and she goes, I believe she called her by her name, didn't she? She goes, Monica.
1: And some doctor
0: lady. Um, doctor lady. Doctor lady. Doctor lady. Doctor lady. Um.
2: <laughs> she seemed very strong and independent. So I uh, turned it off. I was already. In t- <laughs> you are done. I was t- terrified. Yeah, Dr. Harley is what she said. So it's it's a doctor that she was familiar with. And the reason why, of course, she was in the hospital is because of her mom. Right. So, yeah.
0: And she and she said, you know, basically, what's going on? Where's my mom? Um, and the doctor's just looking at her, and she goes, you just told me everything went well on her surgery. You said it, everything went perfect, and my mom's great. And then the doctor just like, you know, what the hell are you saying? Your mother died. hmm you were gone where you know she died. Um of can I think it was cancer, wasn't it? it
1: was cancer two years after the the blip surgery.
0: Yeah, after the blip. And then Geraldine, who we now know is Monica, for a fact is Monica Rambo. Um it's her just kind of dealing with this and it, you know, pops to the I, which I love the Marvel openings with all the characters and how it flips through the comics like that's one of my favorites do you guys think they're going to change that because that so everything in there was phase one Mm -hmm. or phase one two and three i
2: would say they'd have to to you know probably keep the main style Mm -hmm. as they introduce new characters as they introduce new um you know movie characters but also disney plus characters i think they would have to add change something but yeah i would i would think yes
0: um after that then we get we go out to what's his sword headquarters Sentinel weapon observation response division which is different than the comics they did change that um and if you look it's this old hangar was this the hangar from captain marvel Where Carol had her plane, where they were at the base.
1: I think her hangar was on a. There's a larger tarmac. I think there were multiple hangars. Okay, Captain Marvel.
0: Because I wasn't sure on this one, Um, but then we see the big uh, sword logo. um, These giant screens on TV, um, and then we see Monica walking in, going up to the door and putting her badge up and. Like most of us who have this has ever happened to, it's not opening because they're trying to tell her something. Um, and this uh, jerkweed, you know, starts yelling at her, telling her to come over, and it's like, "Who are you?" And she's like, "I'm Monica Rambo. I'm uh, what was her? Was she a lieutenant, colonel? I
2: think she was a lieutenant. That's right. Or captain. Lieutenant. She was captain."
0: Captain, Captain Rambo.
2: Yeah, that's how she was um, addressed from the director, whoever walks in.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay.
2: Which so... I think is going to be a nod, yeah, you know, to Captain Marvel, but that's for another day.
0: Right, and uh, so basically, he's like, you know, if you worked here, you would be able to get in. She's like, I work here, he'd, he'd be able to get in, and she's kind of arguing with him, Then this uh, suit walks up and basically says, don't you recognize Captain Rambo? He's like, come on, I'll take care of you. This is, hold on, let me get to my notes here that I wrote down. Uh, This is our first look at, where's his name? Where did I put that? Hayward. Is it Tyler Hayward?
2: I think so. so. That sounds right. Does that sound right? Yeah.
0: As you guys can tell, we didn't like watch this like 30 times. Yeah, Tyler Hayward. So you find out that he's the new director as he's leading in. Um, when her mom died, he took over. And she's basically like, you know, he tells her I was the only choice. And she's like, well, that's cool. You know, I'll follow you. That's how it is. I've been gone. And you come to find out she's only been on the out of the hospital or like been back for like three days something like that and she's two already weeks. reporting for work
1: uh, two weeks and she was the first one back
0: oh okay yep which is awesome um he leads her into her office and you know he um first they start going through i thought this is really important this like hangar and in the hangar take looks like they're taking apart something which to me looks like some sort of ship I don't know what kind. I was trying to identify what the ship was.
2: Hmm. I was. I took it as they were actually assembling a ship because he mentioned to her about uh, astronaut program and how she was, to, I think, to give her a little bit more backstory, everyone else had lost their nerve that was in this program, but she shows up and uh, is there and ready to work. But yeah, I, I personally saw it as them assembling some type of... Uh,
0: Did you think a, so? Um yeah, you I think you might be right on that. I was trying to figure out what it was.
1: There was uh something like right before that. Did you catch the plaque on the wall? Her plaque on the wall as they were going down the hallway going to the hangar?
0: With her mom. No. Yeah. It was no. uh Maria Photon Rambo. Yeah. That one? Yeah. Yeah, that that was her mom, what oh, yeah, yeah.
1: No, um, Those were, Photon was Maria's call sign in Captain Marvel, so it wasn't Photon, this is from my research, not from my comic book knowledge, one of the- Carol
0: was Photon at one point.
1: Yeah, and that was her super, or was that her, her uh, call sign, I don't remember.
0: I think it was her call, so so in the comics, Carol was Captain Marvel, she was Photon, I believe, and I believe, uh, and then she was Binary at one point, too. Um, so, I, if any okay. of those come into play, that might be it. I might okay. be wrong on the Photon. I swear she was Photon, though. Uh, but, Maria. no, I I, to- I completely forgot about that.
1: Uh, sister in the comics, Maria's daughter, Monica becomes a superhero in her own right, and Photon is one of the mini-code names she takes up. Mm.
0: I think she was Captain Marvel in the comics, too. Like, that was one of her call signs. She was the one made out of light, with the white costume, and, like, kind of the cape i wonder if that was her damn it i'm gonna have to look that up thanks kyle Yeah, no, you're welcome thanks thanks mom um damn it i'm gonna have to look that up now so they're talking about how basically um before they get into his office you know which says director to me it's a very minimalist office for a director it's not that big and like you know like in in other movies like big cia directors have these huge offices that you walk into this one was kind of small so i don't know if that's telling us something or if it's just how it was yeah
2: and i think it says in there that he's the acting director so it may just be a temporary type of thing but yeah it, um, you can definitely tell the the importance of a man by the size of his office.
0: Office. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, that's, I got a small
0: office at work. Uh,
1: you got office envy.
0: I do got office envy. <laughs> so this was really important. This scene, I think, because I noticed something in it. If as they're walking and he's going to sit down, they kind of part ways. She goes to sit in the chair. You know, he's you know unbuttoning his jacket to, on his suit to go sit down. If you look at the plaques on the wall. They're on the shape of a hexagon. Ooh, I didn't catch that. The hexagon was also prevalent on uh, the beekeeper's back. Mm -hmm. If you Mm -hmm. go look at all, I had to go look back, there's a hexagon in every one of the four episodes so far.
1: The one in the uh, intro for episode two with
2: the- Mm
0: -hmm. The one that Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that's like the shield thing. a hexagon you could say is in a um, pentagram style too. You
1: said hex. So
0: hex, I mean yeah, oh hex powers like Wanda. Um so I don't know if that's the hexagons are going to play a part. I just don't know how yet. Because they've been in every single episode and Just go back and watch. You'll see hexagons all over. Um, and that could be Mephisto. Yeah. So I don't know. Um. Let me so you're saying
2: notes. this could be a simulation within a simulation mm. with a Mephisto? Like if if these are small little nods, this is Mephisto creating this reality? I don't know. Okay.
0: I don't know. All I know is that there's there's hexagons everywhere. If you start now once you start noticing it, you're gonna start seeing it.
1: Nope, yep, I see the flex now. I'm pulling to you and I just pulled him? up on yep. I did not catch that. Uh, That's awesome.
0: So they start talking and then he tells her that she's grounded. It means and she's like, What do you mean I'm grounded? He's like, You're not going back up into space. No more TV for you.
1: No more more TV, young lady. Which
0: means obviously she's taking after Carol. Um, And you know, you come to find out that her mom's the one who started Sword too. After all this conversation, which was big. Yeah. The reason she got grounded was it was her mom's protocols. If agents disappear and come back, they're not in space anymore. I think this is a safety thing. Mm Because they watch for extraterrestrial activity and cosmic. Cosmic, like we said, is a big theme right now. Which leads me to think that phase four is going to be our cosmic powers. Um, like Carol has. But then another thing to note when they're having this conversation is they talk about how half the astronauts that they sent into space haven't come back. Do you guys have theories on that? I've got a big theory on that one.
1: Did he mean that... Okay, so that, that part confused me. Did he mean they did not come back from space or they have
0: not they come back not since come, the
2: blip? Or they, they did they, not
0: come back from space. Okay, okay.
2: I took that as a relating to his earlier conversation about how they, uh, several people had lost their nerve. And so half of them, just after the blip, didn't come back. That's how I took it, but yeah, yeah, because I'm interested.
0: Kyle, um, I
1: was I was thinking the same way Justin was, but now that you have that thought in my head, like, did they just
0: not? Come I back think at all. I think that this is how they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four.
2: Ooh. The
0: four astronauts did not come back after space. We know that there's cosmic stuff that they're that they are researching, this hit me halfway through because when we get further into this explanation of this episode, they're talking about cosmic powers. I'm wondering if this is how they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four into the universe now that they own the rights. And this is the way to do it. Because now that they can say, oh yeah, no, these astronauts were lost in space. Because if you remember, you know they were part of this Fantastic Four history and lore. They were part of this program that went up into space, got bombarded by this cosmic radiation and they crashed. They never got back to the program fully. Mm. Um, my thought is this is how they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four. Because it just hit me like I said, four astronauts never came back. Could, Could be. be wrong. But that's kind of what I was thinking.
2: Man, if this, if this series introduces mutants and Fantastic Four it's doing some heavy lifting.
0: I think, and I think that's where we're heading. Yeah. Um,
1: and that's the beauty of it. They can do, they can...
0: Um, they're having to retcon all this. Yeah. Oh,
1: They can retcon, but they can subtly introduce things, just like what you said with the with the cosmic. Or and there are so many things that they can just throw little bitty nods to, and that's enough for them to reference back to in a year, three years, four years, whatever, to, since they do have the rights to everything now, to be able to introduce these things. So they... They can set it up, and I, I think they can, you know, even drop things in here if they're just even like half assed planning on maybe implementing it. At least that, you know, two or three years down the road, we can go back and say, "Oh, okay, they were thinking about this all along, all along, whether or not they were actually going to put it in or not." Because right. um, I think sword was actually—I didn't catch this. I, rem- I remembering it. I remember it after reading it. Um, sword was actually mentioned way earlier. Um, in the
0: series or in Marvel movies?
1: In Marvel movies, yeah, it was really. Uh, yeah, after I read it, it, it clicked back to me. To me uh, it was in Thor. Um, we we'll have so to go rewatch it, Thor now. Yeah, Lion dialogue alternate ending to Thor. Eric Selvig told his team to cross cross reference with the sword database, so that was kind of like dropped in a long
0: oh. time ago.
1: Whether or not they were ever going to use it didn't matter, but now it's there. And so now it is canon, even if it wasn't canon then. It had the potential to become canon.
0: Later. But it's canon now, yeah. But it's canon now. Smart move. Which makes you wonder if they knew all this from the get go, from the design phase.
1: It makes you I wonder don't... that, or if they were they're hedging their bets, like okay, we we can put this in now. That way, if it does happen, you know we do acquire the, the rights down the road. If uh, we do decide to go this route, then we we already have it in place. And if we don't, it's just a cool little thing that we dropped in that the Uber fans will catch.
0: Yeah. Right. I wouldn't put Uh-oh. it flaggy. Uh, I
2: mean, you look at how Phase One and folded into Phase Two, and big things that happened in Phase One come back and hit Phase Three to make uh, even bigger impact. I I wouldn't put it past them to have planned all of this out, and that 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 is a, some type of nod to what we're gonna see. For sure.
0: Um, Tyler starts talking about how the FBI, her first assignment is she has to travel to the city, to this town. It's not even a city. It's a town. Because um, the FBI requested their help. And she's like, you want me to go? It's a missing persons case. And she's like, you want me to go look at this? He goes, just trust me, you're going to want to check this one out. And if in the background of Tyler, I don't know if you guys saw this, there's a huge star chart, like a yeah. gigantic star chart, which makes you think, okay, well, we, you know, we guys already know what Sword is. But they have their hands in everything intergalactic or galactic. Which I think is another nod towards the cosmic phase being phase 4.
2: So are you saying like the earth equivalent of the Nova Core?
0: Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Hmm. Which I Hope we get a rich rider in Phase Four, Nova. I hope we get that because I don't think they did the Nova Core justice at all. Like I actually hated that. So Monica pulls up to Westview and she sees someone there. And immediately when he turned, I knew who it was. That agent that she saw, the FBI agent, was
1: Agent move. Jimmy Woo. Was it Jimmy Woo? Jimmy Woo was in Ant-Man? Ant-Man?
0: Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And if you remember, he was um, Scott's keeper under house arrest. He was also Clint Barton's keeper while Clint was under house arrest. So Jimmy Woo plays a big part in the Marvel Universe. And what I thought was awesome—the minute that he starts walking up, he sees her. He pulls that card out all of a sudden, which, if you remember, he was still learning it. So he's had five years to perfect it, and he finally got it, which I just thought was a cool nod to Ant-Man and the Wasp. I,
1: just, uh, I, I love his character in this whole episode, just as dry and like as you know, matter of fact as he is with. Uh, with all the conversations he has and and the, the humor that comes through with it, I, I freaking love it.
0: It's he's just he's just a great character. He really yeah. is.
2: I'd love it if they expanded and had a, a spinoff to where he's like the Agent Muller of, or Molder, sorry of uh, the Marvel universe. So they send him out to all these weird super uh, hero based. Um, um, adventures that where he's trying to figure things out. I mean, that would be that would be cool if this was the start of something like that.
0: Yeah, I agree. The
1: the blue files.
0: The blue (laughs) files. Um, So they go up to these two cops and he said, you know, sheriff or or whatever sheriff, officer, why don't you tell Agent Rambo what you just told me about west view and he's like there is no west view she's like even though you're sitting right here he's like i mean there's an east view
2: yeah and they're literally standing in front of a sign that says welcome to west view a sign that we've seen before in the show with the population and all of that um so yeah we first nod that something's something's not right Mm
0: -hmm. which means that in Woo goes to tell you, you know, tell Rambo, my missing person. What did he say? He said something like, My missing person went to Westview.
1: Yeah. And, and um, his contacts for the missing person, so he contacted family, friends, all their, his list of contacts, Um, I guess off his dossier or whatever for the, the missing person. Never heard of him. He was and, like truly a missing person. Mm hmm.
0: And the line that really, really stood out to me was she's Monica asking, you know, why didn't you go in? And he replied to her simply, the town didn't want me to. Mm-hmm. Which it reminds me of like um, Doom Patrol. I'm like, is, ooh, is the town alive? Is it like Danny the Street?
2: Mm, love Danny
0: the Street. I do too. Um, Who's a gender fluid street, by the way. Um. But, you know, and then Monica pulls out this big case and says sword on it, and it's a drone. It's a highly advanced drone. You know it is if it's a sword property, but it just looks like a little helicopter mm-hmm. that happens to be red and yellow. Why is that significant, gentlemen?
1: Uh, Captain Marvel colors.
0: Mm-hmm. To me, it, that's Captain Marvel colors and...
2: It's also the red, the vibrant colors that we see all the way back. I think it was episode one that um, um, Wanda sees and that's the one thing or that, that she sees in color.
0: Yeah, she's the, she sees the helicopter.
2: Too. Uh, but yeah, uh, she sees that in uh, in color.
0: Well, it's important to note too that I pointed this out to my wife. I go... Yeah, I don't know what kind of helicopter that is, you know, because it's like a helicopter drone. I go, because the controller she's using is a DJI controller for a, a Maverick, a Mavic. I go, I have the same one. I go, it's not that advanced. And so... You know, actually. Kind of I go, actually. <laughs> but just a little tidbits, just so you all know, it's, it's a DJI Mavic controller. Um, and it goes into... What we now know is the force field, once you get to a certain point in the town, and it disappears, and then it gets, the closer Monica gets to it, then all of a sudden it looks like, you remember those old tube TVs, when you got too close, there was like that weird, like uh, electromagnetic glow to it, and it looked very just like pixelated, that's what it looked like when she got up there.
1: They are probably also giving off radiation, so...
0: It, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I agree.
2: Or why I don't have good eyesight now because I'd always sit way too close to it.
0: Mm-hmm. You ruin Kyle, your eyes. Why Kyle has to wear a hat now.
1: It's coming it's growing back. Okay. <laughs> it's coming back. I'm not adjusting well, middle yet, but I'm getting there.
0: Getting there. Well, my okay. favorite is that uh when Monica started reaching out towards it and Agent Wu's like, uh, I wouldn't do that. And she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And she reaches in and all of a sudden gets pulled in.
1: And he's like, he's worried, but his he still doesn't, like, elevate his tone. He doesn't yell. He doesn't freak out. He's still, like, at the same level mm-hmm. as normal conversation. I would have been freaking out, you know, if uh, I would have seen somebody just gets sucked into the nether like that and he's just like are you
0: okay what (laughs) well he is such a great character he really is like out of i think you know i've talked about colson's like one of my favorites Mm -hmm. like non-soups but i also think that jimmy woo is quickly getting up to like my favorite top three i I think he's a great character
2: yeah colson void um so why do you think it accepted monica but didn't take jimmy
0: because he didn't put his hand in there
2: well he says he didn't go in because it didn't want me to
0: oh i don't know then that's a good thought
2: ride but it was almost you know like a force field to where he tried and it wouldn't let him go in so Like like
0: he tried to drive through it or something
2: I drive through it walk through it something but he he says it didn't want me um which i think is a nod to it's not a thing it's you know something or it's not a inanimate object it's sent in it it didn't want me and so something didn't yeah. a nod that it's something real something living but, but i think it's interesting because i originally i thought well maybe he didn't it didn't take him because Um, he's FBI and it doesn't want, you know, authority or, you know, police figure type thing. But I mean, that's exactly what Monica is just with a more militarized um, side of it. So I think it's interesting to, you know, why it would take, and it could be that, um, um, I don't know.
1: Could he just get the heebie-jeebies and didn't want to walk up to it? Yeah. Like it, I mean, we kind of we see that part where, where she goes in and we know that you know there's definitely something going on and we, we feel like that's the barrier of influence of Westview or um, you know of, uh, you know Wanda creating that or whatever but if you go back before that scene just a few minutes um, before the the sheriff's department even say Westview does not exist there's an off-ramp exit sign for Westview off the interstate that she takes Uh and so that that started to when i went back and watched it the second time that started to make me think well does is there influence of whatever's going on here whatever she's creating beyond the boundaries that we see beyond the bubble and so how far is she able to reach with changing reality you know, we don't know how far the exit is from there, but it's obviously a little bit of a ways, you know, because, you know, her travel time there, but it's, it's outside of the bubble. And so yeah. something changed. And she was able to change something even further away. So what else has changed? What else is being manipulated? Are we going to have another episode down the road where we find out like things that happened in this pre Monica going to Westview didn't actually happen right? Maybe with a director, maybe something else. How far out was she able to reach and, and change perception of things?
0: so let's let's talk about the director again tyler um i think he's gonna play a big part in phase four because of sword i got creepy vibes from him like he's gonna be bad news for a lot of what's coming up like he just seemed greasy to me yeah like i don't know something just didn't sit right with me about him and especially with the hexagon shape, I don't know, just something didn't sit right.
1: You think he's going to be like the new Obadiah?
0: Maybe. Very, very possible. Or I, he may be worse. What if he's like a, a Robert Redford's character or another Thunderbolt Ross?
1: I'm, just kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to, to see the similarities with phase one kicking off because you had Obadiah take over in Tony's absence. You have, um, I've already forgot his name. the The new director um, taking over in in an absence, mm-hmm. and so I mean, the be kind of recycling a little bit. And you have, you know, second man on the totem yeah. pole now in power. You know, maybe he's the new Obadiah.
0: Could be. I never thought of it that way, but yeah, you're absolutely right. He could be the new Obadiah. Um. Which makes you wonder—he's not going to have the uh, Iron Monger. He's going to have something a lot cooler.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I'm rooting for um, that now.
1: I want to see something cooler. <laughs> so,
0: I have a feeling we will. It'll be like Voltron. Um, so we pan out it says twenty four hours later, which I think is very significant because this is a testament to how fast Sword can mobilize we see this band coming in and it pans inside and you see these characters and it's this uh gentleman and then it pans next to her and who is it it is Darcy Darcy Lewis from Thor Mm -hmm. Kat Dennings who is she was one of my favorites in Thor the Thor movies yeah because she was very very ditzy but you know she was kind of Jane's protege Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and she's just very very Darcy and that's the best way to describe her. And first thing she does is she's like asking the guy across from her, and it's like, "What do you do?" And it's like the guy to me looked like Walmart Ray Romano, <laughs> um, the Best Choice version, kind of a little bit.
1: Mom, can we get Ray Romano? We have Ray Romano at home. Oh
0: get. <laughs> no, 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 no. let's get the Best Choice. It's cheaper. Kirkland, <laughs> yeah, get that's Ray Romano what it off is. Wish. Yeah. <laughs> Romano. that's even better uh, but he just looks frightened he's like we're not supposed to talk to each other she's like oh okay and then so she asked the next person what do you do what do you do and it was like microbiologist um she was an astro and then yeah. you know what was the other
2: intelligence, astrophysicist
0: yeah she at- darcy's an astrophysicist which means she's made it Five yeah. years. No, it's longer than five years since we saw her last. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I means she's a full-blown um, scientist, and she's been pulled in by the government, which means she's, she's probably an expert in her field.
2: And she's
1: a doctor at this point, because she does correct uh, one of the guys leading her into the facilities. Oh, and that's And right. she's like, doctor.
0: So. Doctor lady. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I loved about this scene, it was, it, it was classic, vintage Darcy. Because she's like, you know, she's asking everyone's talking. She's like, astrophysicist. And the guy goes, I do. She's like, yeah, I don't care. He was
1: the like, chemical, I'm done with you. Yeah, the chemical, he was a chemical engineer, I think. Is what That's
0: what he was? Okay, yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, I don't care. I
1: don't
0: care. I love it. And she looked away. No, oh, I do too. I thought it was great. And then you get there, and it's this massive camp set up with tents everywhere, just lots of activity. Like, they put down, it looks like some sort of road.
2: Yeah. Um, well, and as a callback, it reminded me of in Thor, whenever uh, the first, whenever he they had put up that big tent and, and that whole thing around the Mjolnir, Mjolnir, um, mm-hmm. it was kind of the same Yeah, because you had olive shield all around it you had people um, patrolling you had um, people studying it and doing all this And it was very reminiscent i think and and uh her being the one walking into this i don't think that's too much of a coincidence that you know she was in for and this scene is a
0: lot like that right um i never thought of that either that's that's actually really good um it starts panning out and you see stadium lights all around the perimeter of the force field. And this is what stood out to me. Cause I loved this part. They're sending in drones left and right, and they're just disappearing, but that's not the part that stood out to me. Um, mm-hmm. it, I don't think they meant for this to happen, but it looks like it to me. Go back and watch it. Pause it. Um, it's at around the almost 12 minute mark like 1150-ish, 1145, somewhere around there, where it says Sword Responsive Base outside Westview, New Jersey. There, there's the two people walking towards the barrier, and then there's this truck pulling up, and it kind of goes into this ditch, and it stops all of a sudden. It looks like an adat at to me.
1: <laughs> I see what you're talking about. I'm, I'm following am Do you see it? Yep.
0: It looks like an ad-at like a, a weird ad at but it looks like an ad at
1: <laughs> I was looking at the uh, colors of um, when the drones get
0: sucked in and they disappear. It's Technicolor. It's Technicolor. By the amazing Rando. For if you listen to our mystery science theater, theater episode, you'd know what that meant.
1: Mm, if you haven't, go back and do
0: that. Even though we didn't ma- mention the amazing Rando, we will next one. Mm-hmm. Um, they're leading them all into this tent, and basically, that's when he's like, "Yeah." That when he says the memory reading, she's like, "Doctor" or whatever. And this guy very no nonsense, and Darcy just being Darcy's falling falling in. They take them all away, so which means that they're going to their little respective areas. And he's like, "Here's all your equipment," and this is some of the most high tech stuff you've seen in there. Um. And this is what I love. And she watches a drone just disappear and just like, what the hell is going on? And I think she, did she ask for coffee at that point? Yeah, she did. And uh, he just stared at her and she's like, "Okay." And then as she's pulling up this, um, her briefcase, she's like, what is this right here? And uh, he's just sitting here staring at her watching and she's hooking up her little device. And is that when she started picking up the signal? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. She started, she hooked hooked in this device and was seeing all this weird stuff on there. And she's like, this is radiation. This is cosmic radiation. I believe she said this is, um..." and he's like, you know, is that bad? Is is it dangerous? She's like, it will be. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's why, it lends some credit to my theory that this is going to be the same, wa- same wavelength of radiation that the cosmic radiation was for the Fantastic Four. That's why I think they're going to bring them in. I, got I think a, this is how they're living.
1: Something else out of this scene, because she's explaining it, and so, you know, it's cosmic microwave background radiation, that it's, it originated with the Big Bang. I think that was her explanation of it. So this, right. this radiation, this source is as old as time itself. And one of the theories that we've been pursuing is who may be pulling the strings behind all this, behind Wanda, who may be pulling the strings, um, is, you know, the Festo.
0: Mm, yeah. You
1: know, being devil. as old as time Satan, yep. the devil and so that's there was a uh, you know that's something else that kind of stuck with me is like maybe this is just a little nod little hint that you know the source of this power the source of all this weird shit that we're seeing happen right now originated with something as old as time and you know maybe maybe that will uh that'll play into it some
0: um and then she started picking up something else. Did she start hearing it or she just, she picked up something else, right?
2: She saw it like overlaid. Yeah, she got of. the frequency, picking up the frequency.
0: And then she pulled out this giant, it looked like the old, like when we, well, when Justin and I first went to college and had to climb up like three stairs of Logan Hall um, or, you know, whatever dorm you're living in. Um, the old huge computer that's what it reminded me of, those old clunky computers. She was picking it up and she's like, Don't worry, I got this. As the guy's sitting here staring at her, I mean, I'm like, That's just Darcy right there. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. She hooks it in and hooks up that little, um, I don't know if it's like a Geiger counter or whatever it is. And she's, you know, she's turning the knobs, and all of a sudden, this picture starts coming in, and it there's Wanda, and from Was it 50s or was it the 60s one?
1: This was was the the first episode that we saw.
0: Right, right. And which is just awesome. Then all of a sudden this guy in like this hazmat suit, this huge hazmat suit comes out and he's talking to director Tyler and they're hooking him to this thing and all of a sudden he's getting into this little pipe and they're talking about how we can't go over or through the barrier. So we're gonna go under. There's sewers under there, which at that point two and two clicked for me. Who this guy was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to me he was the beekeeper. If he's coming up, going in through the sewers, right. but I'm like, but wait, maybe maybe he's not because he, um, he's not dressed like a beekeeper. You know, he's in this really modern hazmat suit, mm-hmm. and you see him crawling, and he's hooked to this. Um, why this is important. This will play in, in, to the rest of this episode. He's, so, he's got this cable hooked to him as he's crawling through it all. And then you see um, Jimmy talking to Tyler as they're walking out. And they're just... Uh, what are they talking about at that point? I don't remember.
2: Uh, uh, basically, they're going over different theories about what it could be and, and the danger level of what this thing is. But they're still not sure you know, what the force field is and and how to get there and all of that. So basically discussing that.
0: So, and then if you look as they're walking in, if you look at the monitors on the, on the, on the sides as they're walking in and then they get to this one that's there in the middle, it shows the shape of the force field and it's a hexagon. Mm -hmm. And if you look, there's some sort of overlay too, like with all these lines and they all center on one point. They all come back to one point, and I think that's Wanda. I think that's just showing the powers. I mean, what did you guys take from that?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I? Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, yeah, the hex with the hex powers and it being the hexagon, um, it it seemed just natural. That yeah, this is this is the the form that Wanda is putting out there because that's her powers. Right.
1: I didn't catch and the hexagon. And I didn't catch the intersection. What I saw from it was the look, the style of the the interface of the programs that they're using, what the screens looked like, what the um what everything looked like and I just immediately thought back to Iron Man and Jarvis and Tony Stark's yeah. basement. Like everything has that, that Stark Industries look and feel to the UI for everything that they're using, which I thought was pretty cool, which you know, makes me wonder. Like, is there is there some stark tie-ins to Sword?
0: Well, and there very well could be because Marvel's got the show that's going to be on Disney Plus, um, Armor Wars, mm-hmm. which is based off of Tony's stolen tech. What happens okay. when the creator's gone? So maybe yeah. that might be a good tie-in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that's a great theory too, Kyle. Like seriously, because it's uh, again, Marvel shows everything has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Then they hear, like, I think it's, was it laughter they heard? Yeah,
2: the and they're, and laughter and and talking, Wanda talking.
0: Yeah, and they're going on what the hell is that? And Jimmy sees Darcy just sitting there, and they all start gathering around. Um, oh, it's important to note, too, before that, rewinding, Darcy asked for an old TV, a tube TV, as old mm-hmm. as you can get. And so she was sitting here watching this TV. And then it pans to episode one, with Wanda and the little sexy number, you know, trying when she's trying to seduce Vision. Um, and they're like, "When is this? What, you know, when are we watching this?" She's like, "Right now. Like, this is happening right now." And they're like, "Is this real? You know, basically, it's like, yeah. Th- this is what we're watching. It's it's like this." And then we see Agnes, and it's it's just a basically they're watching episode one. Mm-hmm. Which I are, thought was just great. Yeah. Are done. you
1: uh are you are you scanning through as we're going through this kind of looking at it and, and going like you have it pulled up kind of looking at it? Yep. Yep. Um something I just noticed because I'm actually <laughs> at a computer screen where my eyes can get closer to like make sense of things. Um and so if you have it paused where she has the screen up, she's watching it on the old school TV and there's a mm-hmm. there's a soundboard, there's a mixer. Right next to that TV, um, you can okay. see you, you can see the sliders and everything. Um, in the top left corner, that mixer—it looks like there's a damn QR code there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I can at see a, it. but it's not—it's at an angle where you can't scan it. I'm gonna have to go back and try
0: that. Oh, it yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah. Let's See,
1: but yeah, to the left, there's you know a. Why they're I guarantee using? You. That's a QR code. Yeah, it has to be. So, uh, you guys that are listening and not watching, you know, I mean, we can't show you know footage from the show because of you know copyright and all that stuff. But uh, go back; it's about the 15 minute 42 second mark. Um, you pause, pause it, and there's a QR code there. If anybody can actually get a good grab of that and scan it, and let us know, because I'm I'm curious as to what it
0: could go to. I'm trying so, to figure out what the switches they're using now. <laughs>
1: I figured you would get on on that run of it, but yeah. So yeah, you guys, if you can find out what that if that actually is a QR code, and you can scan it, and you can let us know, throw a link to us, and let us see. Because I'm going to try to, and don't freaking rick roll us, please. Give no. us something real.
0: Is that a, is that a rude board?
1: It uh, looks like kind of like know. a Road Podcaster board or whatever. It's just It doesn't look like something that they would use for this. But they got all kinds of random. Tech thrown around in there. there, Right. I mean, it's got lights. It lights up red, green, blue. It's, it's right, right, right. I think it's cool that they. Oh, I got a better angle of the QR code now. Do what? You
2: let it go just a minute. There's a
1: little bit of a better angle of the QR code, but I don't know if you can actually get
2: it. Angle like around 1550, somewhere in that range. 1553. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, my phone wouldn't find it, but. But I think it's really cool how they are telling us when this is happening without telling us when this is happening. So by it going and them saying this is live, and it's the first episode, we now know where they are in time with what we've already seen in those first episodes. Uh, so I think it's a really smart way for them to put the time frame together for us. Um, but I think what Darcy says there. Um, to the director is really important to answer a lot of our questions. She says, uh, or he asked about vision, uh, he says, and she says he's dead, not blipped, like dead. And so it's reaffirming that the vision that we're seeing is not really vision, because vision is actually dead. And so that, that answers a lot of questions that i had in the very beginning and also here soon we're going to see something that we're going to talk about it uh with vision
0: yes we are
2: reaffirm that too
0: so and then you know another darcy moment she's like so can i get that coffee yet and she's like no okay and then it's the end of the first episode where they're kissing and you know darcy does the oh and then here's what i found interesting then they got to the credits and it's you know they the, st- the still frame I want to know who all these names are. Um
1: a lot these of These aren't
0: them, names by chance. Yeah.
1: A lot of them are um from uh they're from like staff from the show. They're from you know, like support figures like uh people that you know like cameramen and storyboard writers and things like that. So that they gave them some nods.
0: Oh, is that uh, what it is? You looked that yeah. up? Yeah. They've oh, been doing okay. that so, since
1: like episode 1, I think. And so most of your okay. incident roles are are uh, the people from the uh, the show itself?
0: So right. Um, next, then you've got Jimmy having a little meeting with everyone and Cat, um, which I love how they how well their dynamic works. They have great chemistry together, which I think worked um, and worked in Marvel's favor for this episode. Um, they have a little dossier board, and they're like here's a picture of wanda here's a picture of um vision and you can tell they're sitting there now they're watching the episode again and they're identifying they've got a facial recognition software they're identifying every cast member in that show and here's what's really interesting to me too so there as they're doing this jimmy's writing on the board at this one point you know it's just it shows Darcy doing this. Jimmy's first question that he's wondering is why the hexa, hexagonal shape.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it tells how far the radius is, too. It's a five mile radius. Um, and if you look to the bottom left of that, it says, behind this, so you, you know, I think you can figure out it pretty much says who's behind this. And it says crawls, which I'm guessing means scrolls, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder if Secret Invasion is going to be in a thing on Disney Plus or a movie, or you know, gets gets us back to our cosmic phase. Man, that which would... makes me wonder if the director's a scroll.
2: That that seems like it would have to be Phase Five. I mean that that Secret Invasion is its own huge thing. There's no way they could just that out as a one-off for it well i guess they could do a disney plus
0: it's it's cosmic
2: yeah it is cosmic but man that's... it's
0: cosmic and secret wars you know we are, we've already had a nod to secret wars
2: yeah and we have scrolls we have
0: mm-hmm. they've already got the framework yeah so i don't know i don't know it's if you remember you know phase one through three was 10 years they had 10 years to tell the story so i don't know
2: yeah I hope it's because Secret Wars would be so fantastic if it's done right if it's not if it's rushed into just one movie um, or you know one one season of a show it won't give it credit Uh, it won't have its due it needs to be an episode or a uh, you know several season series for it to really be good
0: right no I agree I'm not gonna lie Um, I'm
1: sitting here still trying to scan this QR code
0: (laughs) So they're identifying all the players and they're putting their driver's licenses with them. They're telling who everyone is. Um, It says, why sitcoms? Is Vision alive? Is one of the questions. They still don't know at this point. And they're identifying literally everyone in here, except there is two spots. There's two people missing from this dossier board. Do you guys know who they are?
1: Agnes and Dottie? No. No,
0: Agnes is up there.
1: Agnes is up there. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I thought you meant that they haven't identified.
0: Yeah. Th- no, that, yeah, who they haven't identified. Agnes is up there. They haven't identified her, but she's on the board.
1: Okay. So There's you're talking about two, two spots people that, that aren't up there. They're not completely on the board. I'm almost at the board now.
2: So um... I don't see the doctor.
0: The doctor's not in there. Which means they don't know who he is, or they just haven't identified him. But they've identified everyone else in the town.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, Kyle mentioned the other one is Dotty. Mm. There's no Dotty, and there's no doctor. Which I've had my misgivings about Dotty from the get-go. Oh yeah. So. She's a
2: strong independent woman.
0: Because she's a strong independent woman, and we can't have that. Makes sense. Um. And we just lost our 35% female viewership (laughs) after this episode.
2: We love strong, independent women. We We do. We love them.
0: Um, And then they're watching the TV. um, Darcy and Jimmy, they're watching the TV and boom, there's Monica. And Monica just seems to be a player there. And this is where they start getting extremely... Skeptical of what's going on. So I, I thought this is a very. Um, why else? I love this scene where they're, they're interacting. This makes me hopeful that they might do a spin off show with, like you were saying, like an X Files show, except with Darcy in it too.
1: Ooh,
2: Darcy and Woo.
0: Darcy and Woo. Are... That would be William Mulder. Woosie.
2: Woosie. And you Hold you mentioned in that last scene, probably the saddest thing that I've I've seen in any Marvel movie, even more sad than when Peter Parker says, you know, I don't want to go to right. Tony Stark is when she drops that whole cup of ramen. I mean, that was <laughs> terrible. I like to rep my <laughs> my sriracha and and, uh, and ramen. And that it changed. was
0: sad.
1: She didn't she, get her coffee. She loses her ramen stop just, it
0: she's just abused and it's overcome that so they've got all this stuff set up on this truck outside and because it goes to a conversation where it's like do you think you can contact them and she's like I think we can you know and uh, they're sitting there at the they're on episode two when they're at the pool and where she meets Geraldine for the first time and the radio's there and she's like now go now and then he says what was it something like wanda are you there wanda if you remember in episode two that was the voice we heard in the radio we know where it comes from now
2: And i think he said something about you know who is doing this to you
0: yep yep um, yep
2: um and so it again shows that they're, on the outside, they're not sure, but we are getting more and more sure about who is actually doing this and, and why.
0: Right, and you can tell he's getting to her, and something's breaking in her, mm-hmm. because this is the part where she's just looking at Dottie, and Dottie just has this weird look on her face, and Dottie shatters the glass in her hand, or Wanda does, and there's that blood. But there's a skip. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Dottie had this look of fear to this very Karen look to her. Um, why are you here? I'm calling the police, basically. Um, and you don't see that blood. We know mm-hmm. what really happened. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was very important because it shows Wanda is completely manipulating the storyboard.
2: Yeah. And- In there, that What was that? I think someone's editing this. Um, And so it's showing that we know from watching the first and second episode what happened real time. But what's being shown on this television show, I mean, she still has the power to edit. She has the power to do all of that. And it even goes through and shows a a commercial that we hadn't seen yet. Um, The first part of one. And it's, you know, she has so much control and so much power over this whole situation that she can even edit. And, and I'm sure Kyle will attest to how much of a pain editing is and all of that. It so, is a
1: huge pain in the ass.
2: <laughs> able to control all of this and edit simultaneously and control. I mean, it's showing that you're right, what you said a couple of weeks ago, that you know the omega level mutant, the omega level power that that she has through this.
0: Well, and it's very uh, one thing we forgot to mention at the beginning when Monica got expelled from the fourth field. I believe it was at the beginning, wasn't it? As she's laying there, half unconscious, she said, "It's Wanda. It's all Wanda." I believe that's what I believe that was the words out of her mouth, wasn't it?
2: At the very end.
0: Uh, oh, that was that the end?
2: Yeah, I think in the. um the play, the flashback at the beginning it just showed her like waking up or okay yeah.
1: okay yeah, she has a revelation so, at the at the end of the episode
0: forget i said anything
1: but stick around to yeah. hear us talk about it again
0: yeah so yeah then we saw the beginning of the other commercial and it was the, the tux commercial wasn't it
2: have we seen one more reason the tux yeah that's the it's the it's the watch commercial
0: oh was that the watch
2: yeah okay um, I couldn't remember if we'd seen that or not, but that does, yeah, makes sense.
0: So you know, and then we see um, the guy crawling through the sewer again. All of a sudden, he crosses the barrier. As he crosses the barrier, his costume changes. His his uh, hazmat suit. Yep. Turns into the beekeeper. And his rope turned into. You remember what it turned into?
2: The uh, jump rope.
0: A jump rope. And the jump rope was in color.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He was black and white, but the jump rope was in color. And, you know. That
1: was the so most I mean, terrifying scene for me um, when I saw that turn into the jump rope because I just a terrible flashbacks to gym class. And those <laughs> flackety damn jump ropes that would just cut your legs up because, you know, fat boy couldn't jump. That that really instilled the fear back into me. Much much like the uh, the ramen scene for Justin, I really I think this was my ramen scene.
2: Those jump ropes had the the plastic that like, clack 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 in, clack, in, clack. in your uh, like leg hair or skin and just pinch it. Oh,
0: those are the worst. You guys had leg hair.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah we did.
0: I, yeah. S- I still don't have any leg.
1: hair. Yours right. will come in at one point.
0: My mom's picking me up later. <laughs> um, beekeeper crawls out of the sewer and he's in full color. That's what was freaky. But then mm-hmm. as it pans into him, as he turns, he goes full black and white and then there's Wanda and Vision staring at him. To me, yeah. this scene was absolutely terrifying. Just, I mean, we knew what was going to happen, but it's like, all right. We know what Wanda's doing to people who they don't, she doesn't like right now. So we don't know what happens to this guy.
1: Hmm. He gets His name, uh, Franklin, Agent Franklin.
0: Edited. Oh, is that or, who it was?
1: Yeah. Which was a very throwaway name when I heard that. I was like, that guy's not going to make it.
0: Okay. So I don't think that was a throwaway name. You don't think? Franklin was also the name of Franklin Richards Reed and Sue's kid from the Fantastic Four, who is the most powerful mutant in existence oh. i'm I might be reaching on this, but I don't I don't think that that was a throwaway name
2: I think I'm reading too much into it
0: I might be because
2: we don't have the existence of a Fantastic Four yet, let alone the child of two people in the Fantastic Four. So,
0: but I'm, if you remember the comics, Franklin was a time traveler, too. True. Yeah, but Franklin would
1: have been the agent's last name. They wouldn't be like, be careful, Agent Steve.
2: Like,
0: They might have Agent Steve.
2: So <laughs> Colin Shenanigans.
0: So, I, call it shenanigans. I, yeah, I might be reaching... But there could be some validity. Mm-hmm. We will see by episode eight. Or further down into phase four. Or five. We might have to we'll wait. We, we might have to wait a couple of years before I see if I have any validity to that argument.
1: Seven I'm years down the road, Franklin ass. shows up in a in a B suit with all kinds of superpowers and Chris. Like, I told you it was Franklin it's, the whole time.
0: It was me.
2: It felt like we were recording our conversation so we could go back and and know. Oh, guys, something happened with the... I don't know. I think I lost everything.
0: Bastard. (laughs) So, but then they start getting into the scene where Wanda starts getting pissed at Geraldine after the childbirth, and then all of a sudden, boop, we don't know what happened, and Jimmy and... Um, darcy are just as confused as we are to what happened and the scene the part that really stuck with me the most is the look again on wanda's face
2: Mm -hmm.
0: on the still but then she starts moving forward but if you look the whole scene is in um like a tv Mm -hmm. and here's where it gets real interesting Uh, my wife actually pointed this out to me The format of the screen changes as it pans in. It goes from four by three to like 16 by nine. It goes to widescreen format. You see it slowly panning out to a more modern and then it clears up.
1: Before before we, we jump into that boat, because that's, that's a big thing. Um, I want to go back to the childbirth really quick.
0: Yeah. Because
1: something in like, I had to go back and rewatch it and rewatch this scene like three or four times because it seemed off so as darcy and we were watching which this is like some great conversation between those two with the potato chip and she's like if you do you want one or do you want some And he's like i always thought about having kids like that little oh yeah conversation from those two was great but and so they show the childbirth scene and it's like almost instantly after that that darcy comments quinn's and it wasn't like there was a jump in time. Like they left, you know, they they cut out the time when they were watching the whole exchange where, you know, because Vision comes back in, sees the first baby, and then he's like surprised because, oh, oh, there's another baby coming out. Like it seemed like it was like baby, baby, like instant in their eyes. Like mm-hmm. they didn't even see either Vision come back in. Like there was some more stuff that was edited out at that yeah. point. That they didn't see the entire thing play out with the doctor coming back in with vision holding, uh, who was first, uh, Tommy, and then Billy comes out after. That sounds it, right. It was, mm-hmm. it was really a mm-hmm. tight time frame right there. So it, I think there was something else that, that she edited out right then, or it could have been they were just trimming it down for time,
0: but no, I really quick. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Um, But here's what I loved about this part too is she said, you know, Geraldine, I think it's time for you to go. And all of a sudden she powers up those hands. Mm -hmm. Um and she's kind of like it's she's it's like a cat playing with a mouse at this point to me. You know, she's just kind of doing this, like moving her hands around, powered up, and Geraldine and it's the scene we see, you know, Wanda, you know, it's me, Geraldine. You know, what are you doing? And then what was significant to me about the scene was when she hit her with those hex powers. You just think, boom, she just got transported out of there. No. She's like, bitch, get out. And she got demolished through the house, the fence, through the neighbor's house. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, she was hurt. And she had this look on her face the whole ride. And then that's when she got kicked out so to me it's not like with the way wanda is doing this she could have just expelled her outside the force field and just said you're gone right but to me why this was significant was wanda said you are interrupting my reality i'm gonna hurt you
2: it was very very brutal it was
0: extremely brutal and then the look on Wanda's face when she had realized what happened, what she'd done.
1: It was like she was out. She didn't it was like she didn't know what
0: she did until she did it. Like her mind snapping.
1: Yeah. That she was completely out of it during that whole transition. She launched her out. And she realized what happened, that she lost control and that she has to fix it now. And that she has to get, as she says later, everything's under control has to have it all back under control so she she wraps it back in together uh-huh. but yeah just the look on Wanda's face after that was just was something nuts. else
0: well and then you know then it goes back to Wanda going to the babies then we see Vision walk in which is the end of episode 3 what we saw but different but different editing. As,
1: as soon as he walks in too before the, the actual reveal reveal he's blurry he's out of focus but yeah we'll get to you know when she actually sees vision that was freaky say the least
0: so because then we go back out to monica
1: oh yeah yeah i got ahead of myself
0: yeah no because <laughs> we're almost there because then what's important about this is monica being outside now we're back and then you're right justin this is the part where she goes Wanda, it's all Wanda. Mm-hmm. And then she turns back to. We pan back inside to Wanda, and vision's still blurry. What Kyle was saying. And you guys are going to go back and rewatch this. I know you are, those of you who are listening. She turns around, and vision's dead. Not dead, but it's the. Way vision looked, it's the white vision from the comics to me, basically. That's damaged. It's the vision that Thanos pulled the mind stone out of. So, if you remember when he went gray and you know, white and his eyes went clear and he fell with that big rip in his forehead, like a rot, like Walking Dead, that's what that reminded me of. And vision's basically like, you know, what is it? Which I thought was just completely interesting. I thought the way they did the makeup was amazing too. And Mm -hmm. Wanda's like, she looks down, she looks at him again, then he's normal. Mm -hmm. Which to me, I looked at my wife at that point and I go, okay, so she didn't recreate Vision. She did not recreate him. She did not recreate the Mind Stone. This part's just part of her magic. Mm -hmm. She got his body from somewhere. She's reanimating his corpse with vision's personality like she's either trapped his soul inside of there um or it's just what she you know he's a puppet so could, could,
1: could this be setting up because we're what well, we just finished 70s so we got mm-hmm. 80s and 90s coming up like are we looking at a full should be next full like weekend at bernie's thing coming along <laughs> or
0: say hi vision oh. <laughs>
1: Need God, I hope so.
0: I hope that yeah. was
1: so much of my being Week- right now.
0: Weekend at Maximoff's.
2: So the way I, I saw it wasn't, wasn't necessarily that she had taken his body and, and done this. You know, a lot of this is her own creation. And so she sees and wants Vision to be alive. She mm-hmm. wants Vision to be, you know, Vision and, and change back and forth and have the powers and all of that. And it was the reminder of her brother dying from Ultron um, and having to expel somebody that's not in this reality, if you will, that she's creating, that she looks back at Vision and remembers, oh yeah, you're dead. Wait a minute. And then that's whenever he changes. she changes him back to normal. And so uh, the way I took it was mm. he's still made up because darcy even said earlier he's dead and Mm -hmm. confirms he's dead and it's not necessarily the recreation of, of or reanimation of his body but more of this is wanda remembering oh yeah he's dead and it's just that constant um reminder back to what monica was saying or geraldine was saying of you know why are you in my home how do you know who ultron is and it's this break in reality she turns around and she remembers, oh yeah, Vision's dead, and it's then she changes him back. So that's that's how I took that there too. That's
0: Vision, unfair.
1: that's uh, uh, Vision has some moments of clarity though. Through he he has leading up to this point where he mm-hmm. where he, where the Vision character is questioning what's going on. Like we can go somewhere else. We you because know, he says that to her after the zombie Vision becomes back to regular Vision. Um, gotta hope zombie visions and things. But anyway, so like he has these, these moments of clarity. And so is, that's where I'm, I'm caught between like what Chris is saying and what you're saying, Justin is like, okay, well, is, is this actually some form of vision that has some, uh, something still there where he's trying to figure out what's going on, where he's trying to break out or is it, excuse me, is it Wanda? Having her breaks in reality, and she, and or her breaks in her uh, reality that she's created, and it's coming through as she's projecting it through vision, talking to her like this is her her conscience, or this is her um, trying to tie back to the actual real world. Her trying to tell herself to break out of this. This there can be something else, and and she's just having this internal struggle back and forth, and it's playing out through vision. <laughs>
0: And I'm torn between this because I still think that they're gearing up with this episode. I think they're gearing up for House of M. Mm -hmm. I still hold, I'm still holding to this. They're gearing up for House of M where Wanda breaks and breaks reality. Right. And that's how I think they're going to introduce mutants into this. Um, you know, they're both holding babies at the end of this episode, and then he puts his arm, you know, kind of around her on the couch and, you know, hits the television button. You know, it ends like they always do. They're on the couch watching TV. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then it pans out, and it's like uh, the police stand by. And here's what I was what I found was interesting. So it's showing the pixelated stuff, you know, like all the LEDs. You see like Wanda's face, and then you start seeing some more pictures um there's wanda again and vision just smiling at each other but then all of a sudden it pans out into dead vision's face now if you go back and look this isn't a new ending this is the same ending they've been using in one two and three it's just screened out more we're starting to see more of the big picture now Ah. Um. Mm-hmm. so it's because all the colorations are right so we're just seeing more and more as the weeks go by so I'm thinking you know by the time we hit 8 we're going to get the full picture
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I don't know I don't know what this means I think we're headed towards House of M so what do you think
2: geraldine meant whenever she said it's all wanda because she's the big bad it it of course you know the first surface level is it's all wanda Mm -hmm. and but the the people already know that um you know the sword people but what do you think that it is do you think that she knew where she was and what well i guess i guess she does because she brings up ultron
0: hmm so i don't when they're in there we know she's brainwashing them to be these characters except when she has a break in her concentration right. so i think this just confirmed for sword that it's wanda mm-hmm. i think for me this can cons- this this cemented that wanda is the big bad she's the one who's going to break reality And I think when she's going to break reality, this is going to lead straight into, I think we're going to have multiple things that it's leading into. I think Monica and S.W.O.R.D. is going to lead into Captain Marvel 2. I think Wanda, it's already been confirmed, Wanda's in Doctor Strange 2 in the um, Multiverse of Madness. I think Wanda's going to fracture the multiverse, start the whole multiverse, which technically it started with into the Spider-Verse.
2: Well, didn't it start with um, Doctor Strange? Didn- was there an
0: alter- alternate reality?
2: Because they, uh, they, I think they discussed it in Doctor Strange, if I remember right. Um, hmm. I'm
0: not sure. I don't know. I'm gonna have to, now. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that one to double check. Yeah. But it it, it definitely was into the Spider Verse. We know that. Mm. Um, we know that the next Spider Man um animated movie is a spider-verse movie so i think cosmic and multiverse is going to be huge in phase four Mm
2: -hmm. when there's talking about the third spider-man movie live action is going to have andrew garfield is going to have uh toby mcguire
0: um
2: and um gwen stacy um oh what's her face emma
0: emma stone is gwen stacy um Kristen uh, Kristen um dunst dunst as yeah. mary jane
2: so it's yeah that, that totally mary jane watson that, the idea that they're going to do the multiverse because they're bringing back several of the spider-mans that we know all right. of the spider-mans
0: all the it, spider-mans I I just hope all
2: the spider-mans, Spider-Mans. toby mcguire from spider-man three that dances uh, yes that's that's what i hope
0: that's a oh please don't bring back sandman
2: but that's my uh they actually are bringing back sandman they're bringing um
0: i know electro
2: but yeah they said that sandman was going to be in it too
0: i am iffy on electro i am way iffy on that
2: they can do the sinister sticks because that means that they'll have all of the new villains from the new spider-mans
0: doc ock mysterio
2: um vulture rhino You've got um, Scorpion man, man. in jail at the end of Homecoming. Um,
0: was that Scorpion? That was Scorpion, wasn't it?
2: It was in the uh, end credit scenes. Uh, or is it at the very, very end? Is it one of the two? Um, so that pretty much completes the Sinister Six. So uh, there's a good good chance that that's what they're leading to as well.
1: Yeah. It's... Is there a way they can bring back, bring back Green Goblin? Because I would love to have Willem Defoe. Just back then, actually. Um,
0: so there's rumor for the Spider Man movie that it's the that green goblin, mm-hmm. Harry, the guy who I forget who that is. Um,
2: the dad or the son, the son, yeah. Um, um, shoot, so it's on tip of my tongue.
0: Uh, Kirkland, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, what's his name? um, um mother. We're gonna IMDb it real quick. Yeah, uh, I think that was amazing, wasn't it? Nice. Yeah, that was Harry Osborn. Yep. Uh,
2: it was just regular Spider Man.
0: Oh, they also had the lizard too. I forgot about lizard.
2: That was the first amazing.
0: Yeah, Harry was James Franco.
2: Franco, there you go. There. Oh,
0: you're talking the first Franco or the first one? Yeah. Which Franco? Yeah. The first Franco. <laughs>
2: Amazing! It was um, spectacular. Was it Cade.
0: No, amazing Spider-Man Two.
2: Yeah, he was in Valerian.
0: Oh, that was him, wasn't it? Um, crap, was Dane DeHaan.
2: There you go, Dane. I was thinking Cade. Dane. Yeah,
0: it's it's Kirkland Leonardo. okay,
2: Dane DeHaan. You got it.
0: Um, he was not Valerian. I forgot about that. Um, so I don't know. It's that's. That's our predictions on how we think, you know, episode four and where we think they're going to go because I think this was, this episode threw me for a damn loop. Mm, So I was not expecting any of this. So what are we sitting at time-wise, Kyle? Uh, A lot.
1: Let's see. We're roughly uh,
2: an hour 45
1: into our nerd quickie.
2: Yeah, these are going to have to be Nerd
0: longies. Mm-hmm. We've
1: we uh, that still fits into the name. In the nerd key? No, it
0: doesn't. Nerd key. You know what? They're still Nerkies because they're they're different from the full episodes. Yeah. And that uh, we don't do the nerd drum.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And no commercials.
1: I mean, we can always go back and retcon it later. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we are gonna retcon it. But damn it, it's it's I don't know. It's fun to do these. We've got to pick our next one. So I'm hoping that the next Marvel series will be it after this, so we can nerky it. Yeah. If not, we're going to have to pick something. We'll get something out Um So, um, do you guys have any other predictions for episode 5? Because um, I can tell you, I sure as hell don't
2: at I pred- this point. it will be blown. That's <laughs> the only yeah. prediction I'm going to make.
0: Well, I yeah. think it's going to be 80s style, and I think it's going to be full house style. That's my prediction.
1: I know from the trailer, there's one of the decades where Agnes is, you know, full-on witch outfit, and I'm, I'm thinking that's got to be either 80s or 90s, um, because it's very kind of old-school witch, Halloween costume, looking. So I'm hoping it's the next one, and
2: well, I kind of,
1: is, kind well, of hope they not- make a little transition from sitcoms to maybe more movies, and they can. Maybe do some like Halloween stuff, like the movie Halloween not the holiday, yeah. Okay. Because it's it's getting it's more sinister now. There's more heaviness to the episodes after we've seen, you know, God, Zombie Vision, and so. um, which I will refer to him as that from now on, Zombie Vision. I'm Team Zombie Vision, and so I hope we get some of that. But we also saw, you know, Agnes and leg warmers on a countertop, and
0: uh, so, so maybe those...
1: 80s very 80s so maybe they'll stick with the sitcom thing but i was, I was kind of hoping maybe throw a little little horror movie stuff in there from the, from those times
0: so justin you got any predictions
2: um i do not
0: <laughs> all right I, thanks for that one
2: enjoying it as it goes on and i'm hoping um that it, it yeah it does something 80s something classic like night rider would be wonderful mm-hmm. um but uh, but yeah, it's probably gonna stick with like a who's the boss or, uh, you know, Alf would be kind of fun too, if they um, had Vision as like the Alf or maybe the kids. I don't know. Well,
0: how uh, how are they gonna? Alf ate cats. Who's gonna eat the cats?
1: I haven't seen one cat yet. Maybe there is already an Alf. Alf's Vision
0: ate him.
2: Maybe um, amazing. The witch. That's amazing. Zombie
0: Vision ate him. There you go. Well, okay. So let's talk about that because in the comics Agnes always had her cat. Which Ooh. makes me wonder why we haven't seen a cat yet. That cat was her familiar.
2: Either that or it's Ralph is her cat because we haven't seen Ralph and uh she keeps referencing them over and over and over again so maybe Ralph is her familiar.
1: Did we ever bring up the fact and this I didn't catch this I just found it you know digging through the internet's that when she she brought up her and Ralph's wedding anniversary did we ever talk about that that
0: i think we briefly did but we could never figure out anything about it
1: okay so the uh i I think and you know this is coming from the the vast wisdom of the internet that the date that she gave for their anniversary which was like june 3rd or july 3rd i think it was june 3rd uh coincides with the salem witch trials which was cool
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So we did talk about that. We did you talk about that? I remember okay. you mentioning that. I remember you mentioning that. I think we did. I can't remember if we, if we talked about it on the show or if it was just you and I.
1: I don't know. I'm just, if not, I'm just it's good retconned. For one, I'm good for one episode out.
0: So I might bring it up again next one. Be ready. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> so so well, with that, we're gonna leave you all with that. Um join us next week for episode five. We're actually going to try and get it out a little earlier. We'll be able to record a little bit earlier. Um, some people apparently have testicles and are going to watch the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> Go choose or have that. antennas; yeah. they can pick it up. That's cool. They
0: pick it up. Um, are, are they? I thought they weren't the Chiefs anymore.
2: Go Kansas City.
0: Man, way to bring down our show with racism, Justin.
2: They're still the Chiefs. They haven't changed it. It's, it's the Washington football team that changed
0: the name. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Let me. Still being, we need still to being racist.
2: So on fantasy football uh, because fantasy nerds, things like that, and I'll, I'll lead it. So, okay,
0: okay, I choose Demi Moore and um, Summer Glau. All right.
1: That's your That's football it. team.
0: Be close. fantasy right that's with with the football isn't that the one where you can double dribble and and get the slap shots
1: Mm -hmm. yeah you you, you, uh you dunk all the i know my
0: i know my yeah see i know my sports (laughs) um so with that you know catch us next week um we're going to talk about episode five and see if any of our predictions have been right so far
1: i think all of them will be
2: even the ones that contradict each other
1: <laughs> Especially
2: the ones that contradict each other. I played it safe. I have no predictions, so I know I'm going to be right. right. Um, and
0: we'd like to thank Justin for being a blank slate because um, yeah. we can easily write on him.
2: Mentally, definitely that's true.
0: That's true too. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks again for listening in. I'm Chris. I'm Kyle. And, and you all have a good night. Have a
1: great evening.
0: Nerdcore rise up. It could get elevated Nerdcore could rise up It could get elevated Nerdcore used to be just a made up word